0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Outspoken. I'm Pastor Brewster Smith. I hope everybody's having a great Tuesday. Um, I understand that we did not have a podcast yesterday. Uh, yesterday was my family day, so we went out and got about to eat together and uh, had a great time and uh, got to spend time with my wife and my son and my mom, and just had a just had a great day together. So that was the reason why we wasn't on yesterday, but we are back today. Uh, a lot of things to talk about. You know, for the past five, six years, we've been getting called conspiracy theorists. So, right? we've been getting told that, you know, we, we were spreading all of these lies and all of these conspiracies and all of this stuff. Right? But the funniest thing happened. If you've been called a conspiracy theorist in the past five, six years, guess what, folks? You have been vindicated because the Durham report has now been released, and we now know for a fact that Hillary Clinton, the Obama administration, the FBI, the DOJ, everybody had a hand in coming up with the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, trying, and trying to frame a, uh, a candidate for president and then a president, trying to frame him, trying to get him uh, wrongfully impeached and just trying to ruin his whole life. Um We got vindicated. All of us that's been called a conspiracy theorist, we have been vindicated. So, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about that today, and uh, for the next 30 minutes, we're going to be talking about that. But before we begin, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do the scripture of the day. Uh, It's coming out of the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight... Is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. That is Psalms 1 1 through 2. So I hope you enjoyed that verse. Uh, You know, it mentions in there, standeth in the council. It does not walk in the council of the ungodly. Seems like there's a lot of council of ungodlies up there in Washington, D.C., doesn't it? Uh, The DOJ, the FBI. just ungodly people, and I, I, I've I've tweeted and uh, put post on Getter that we have got to defund the FBI, the DOJ, all of these evil entities. They have went and turned a hundred and eighty degrees on the American people. They don't care. They hate you. If you are a Christian. They hate you. It is that clear. They don't care about uh, freedom of speech. They don't care about anything else. The only thing they care about is gaining power and keeping power. That's all they care about, folks. We're living in a dangerous two-tier justice system, and we've talked about this on this show for the past five weeks. The two-tier justice system is basically this. If you are a crazy, whack-job leftist, you will get away with anything. I mean, you will get away with murder. Literally, you'll get away with murder. Look at everything that Hillary Clinton has done. And it's, I mean, it's just a fact at this point, right? You testify against Hillary, you wind up dead two weeks later. It's it, its not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just, I'm just saying, it just don't add up. But then you get people that pray in front of the Planned Parenthood, and, they, and they're preaching outside of Planned Parenthood, trying to keep women from going and killing their unborn child Those people get arrested, they get perp-walked, and everything else. They are after the American people, especially if you're a Christian. So, this Durham report came out, and I've got three pieces here, and we've got some videos I'm going to show you today, Biden being Biden, and just, just, this weekend was crazy. Title 42 ended, right, and... All of these illegals are coming across the border, but yet the White House doesn't want to admit that this is happening because they don't want to admit how big of a failure they are. So I told somebody at work, um, you know, they're surprised that I had a podcast and it was like, oh man, you've got a podcast? And I said, yeah. I said, the good thing about Biden being in office is that you never went out of material. Uh, You know, I preach on Saturdays at my church at Shepherd's Cove and during the week I talk about politics. I've always been involved in politics. I know I know what people say. Well, once you're a preacher, you shouldn't cover politics. Folks, politics got corrupt because we took God out of it. We the the men of God stopped standing up against corruption. There's where we have an issue. Because people refuse to stand up and say, you know what, US government, that is not right. That is corrupt, and we will stand against that. We stopped doing that. And because of that you've seen the government get more and more and more corrupt over time. And the only way that it's going to stop is by... It, 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 it's simple. By introducing God back into this country, placing Him at the very top as number one in this country, which is where He belongs, and running this country by two documents, the United States Constitution and the Holy Bible. If you look back when we did that and ran this country by the Bible and by the Constitution... We had a well-functioning country. Was we perfect? Absolutely not. But let me tell you something. We did not have all of this craziness going on today. We didn't have open drag shows to take kids to. We didn't, we didn't have people that were confused on their gender. We didn't have bathrooms where men were going into the women's and women's going into the men's. We didn't have any of that because the church stood up and did what they were supposed to do. But let's go ahead and cover some of this Durham report some of this is just it's just craziness so this is the uh, factual background is what it's called so this this is what it reads the office considered as parts of it as part of its investigation the government's handling of certain intelligence that it received during the summer of 2016 the intelligence concerned the purported approval by Hillary Clinton on July 26, 2016, of a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian security services. We refer to that intelligence hereafter as the Clinton Plan Intelligence. DNI John Ratcliffe declassified the following information about the Clinton Plan Intelligence in September of 2020 and conveyed it to the Senate Judiciary Committee. In late July of 2016, U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russian intelligence analysis, alleging that U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton had approved a campaign plan to stir up a scandal against U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump by tying him to Putin and the Russians' hacking of the Democratic National Committee. The IC does not know the accuracy of this allegation or the extent to which the Russian intelligence analysis may reflect exaggeration or fabrication. According to his handwritten notes, CIA director Brennan subsequently briefed President Obama. Huh, I thought Obama said he didn't that he didn't do any of this. He briefed President Obama and other senior national security officials on this intelligence, including the alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on July 26, 2016, of a proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by rushing security services. Obama was in on the take. Obama was in on it, folks. He knew everything that was going down, he was in on it. Now, I want you to sit there and ask yourself, for all of you that's like, okay, well, what does that prove? That proves what we've known all along. Our elections are jacked up. They're not trustworthy. All these people that's saying, oh, Donald Trump needs to accept the results of the election. No, he does not. Everything thats is, that that is government controlled is being controlled by people who hate this country, that hate Christians, that hate anything that has to do with America, and they're trying to destroy the very fabric of this country. And how are they doing that? By digging in deep to the election process. And if if you're a good person running for political office, they will destroy you. They will come up with fake stories. Look at what they did with Brett Kavanaugh. They had a woman go up there in front of his wife and children and say that uh that he raped her, gang raped her, and all of that. Folks, it came out that it was not true. It was absolutely bogus. Now we've got somebody claiming that Donald Trump raped her in a department store in a fitting room. Guess what? It's not true either. Stormy Daniels, she's getting paid by the DNC to say that Donald Trump slept with her and didn't pay her off. Folks, once again, not true. All of this stuff is, once again, election interference because they're trying to, dis, um, to persuade people to not vote for Donald Trump. They will do whatever they can to make sure that you do not vote for Donald Trump. That you hate Donald Trump. That you think he's this that he's this um uh scoundrel, right? Is Donald Trump perfect? Absolutely not. But let me tell you who ain't perfect. Obama and Hillary Clinton. They're disgusting criminals that ought to be thrown in prison underneath the jail, and I hope that they come into repentance and give their lives to God. But even if they do, I still believe they, they ought to be in jail. The amount of treason that they have done to this country, and the amount of damage that they have done to this country, is it, 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 you can't count it on a finger. You can't count them. The number of offenses of treason that they've done against this country, something's got to be done. Before addressing the U.S. government's receipt and handling of the Clinton Plan intelligence, we we reiterate below the description of that intelligence as declassified by the DNI in his September 29, 2020 letter to Chairman Graham. Ratcliffe's letter stated in part as follows. In late July 2016, U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russian intelligence analysis alleging that U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton had approved a campaign plan to stir up up a scandal against U.S. president candidate Donald Trump by tying him to Putin and the Russians' hacking of the Democrat National Committee. As described herein and in the classified appendix, U.S. officials de- de- described the Clinton Plan Intelligence in various other ways in their official notes and documents. As described more fully in the classified appendix, they were more specific indications and additional facts that, hi- that heightened the potential relevance of this intelligence to the office's inquiry. Folks, let me give it to you like this. What you've seen... In this Durham report is a hundred percent truth that the Hillary Clinton campaign spied on a US presidential candidate. Then once that candidate was elected, they came up with fake stories, paid people off to testify and say that they knew about stuff when he really when they really did not and did not have proof of anything. Trying to get Donald Trump impeached. Trying to get Donald Trump put in prison. Folks, there's been people sitting prison, in jail, because of all of this. Roger Stone got sentenced to jail, like six years, I think it was. And they were more than happy to let him sit in a jail cell. And what? Knowing that he was innocent. Knowing that he did not do any of these things. That is how corrupt the FBI, the DOJ, and all of these other organizations are. And I posted a tweet on Twitter a while ago, and I said, FBI, DOJ, uh, the FBI, DOJ, CDC, WHO, CIA, all of these organizations, they should be defunded, they should be disbanded, and they should be rebuilt from the ground up, because it has so much corruption in there that it's un they're not doing anything that they're supposed to do. They're not doing anything that they were set up to do. They're only going after the the they're only going after the opponents of the Democrat Party. All of those three-letter organizations that I just named off Though all arms of the Democrat Party, they are being used by the Democrat Party to come after you and I, to go after people that is running against them, and they will stop at nothing to make sure that the churches are shut down, to make sure that us preachers who's speaking out, speaking the truth like me, are put in prison and water away for the rest of our lives. These people will not be happy until that plan is accomplished. It's sick. It's asinine, and it should be put. To a stop and the only man who can do that is President Trump and it has to happen in 2024 let me tell you I have I have uh, said stuff about Trump and I back up what I say about Trump I don't agree with him on everything but let me tell you something he deserves to be president of the United States again in 2024 because he spent all four years of his administration being falsely accused, having to go through impeachment trial after impeachment trial, investigation after investigation, when they knew it was bull, when they knew it was fake, and they still did it anyway. Then after that, even after uh, they they stole the 2020 election, they cheated him out of that, and now they're trying to put him in jail again. Folks, They're scared of him. You don't see them going after Nikki Haley like this. You don't see them going after Vivek Wamaswamy like this. You don't even see them going after DeSantis like this. They're going after Trump like this because they know that he's the clear winner and they know that he's going to put a stop to everything that they're doing and a lot of people is going to go to jail. They know it's coming and it's got to come and it's got to happen now because our country's going to hell. Literally, it's got to be stopped. We spent literally four years of the administration, five years really, but four years in the administration, going through all of these impeachment trials and going through all of this as a nation, spending our tax dollars. When you go pay taxes and they take money from you, that money was used to do impeachment trials and all of this stuff to try to impeach a sitting president, and they knew the whole time that he was not guilty. They knew the whole time, folks. Now, my question is this. Why doesn't it make people mad? Why isn't everybody out on the street? Where are you at, Republican Party? Why ain't you stepping out and saying this ain't right? We're going to impeach Joe Biden because of this. Because guess what? The vice president, if you keep reading the Durham report, The vice president, which, by the way, was Joe Biden under Obama, he was in on all of this as well. He knew exactly what was going on. So not only do we have the evidence of what him and Hunter have been doing in China and Ukraine and everything else, but now we find out that not only did he do all of that, but he's also interfered in the past elections by coming up with fake Russian Stories to try to get Trump out of office and trying to get him sent to jail. There's your FBI folks. There's your DOJ. There's all of the people that claim that they work for you. They're locking up the bad guys for you, right? It's BS. They knew the whole time that all of this was fake, but yet they did it anyway. And let me tell you something, folks, this guy that they call a president up there, Joe Biden, he is absolutely the most demonic, evil person that has ever stepped foot in the White House. There's not one Democrat that I've spoken to in in, in the past three years of his administration that lacks this guy. The only reason they voted for him was because they hated Trump so much. And the reason they hated Trump so much was because they was watching the fake news media. They was watching all of these people that was being paid by the DNC to put out bad reports. First of all, folks, all of this Russian propaganda and all of this stuff, there were, there were certain people who did not vote for Trump because of that. They thought that he interfered in our elections and, and that he was messing up democracy and, and all of this. Election interference. It's ridiculous. It's got to stop. You want to know what kind of a man Joe Biden is? Well, look no further than this right here. Take a listen to this. Tell me what you think of this. This is uh, the man that everybody loves, right? The 82 million people voted for him. Well, this is what they voted for.
1: Donald Trump says he makes fun of people. He belittles people. He lies. I don't do any of those things. Take away our gun. You're full of shit. All right. You're a damn liar, man. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Just clap for that, you stupid backers. You're too old to go flying. Take the yeah. AR, your AR-14s. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. hey, let's you know the the there's side a lot again. of guys. No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a jump? What do you say? Uh, look, uh, look, here's the deal. It, wait, 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 wait. Like why, 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 yeah, why, You're getting nervous, man. But Biden quickly became agitated when Fallon didn't agree to support him in the caucuses. In the caucuses. We got to stop building and replacing pipelines. We have to go vote for somebody else. All right, thanks. We should I did not expect to be told to leave, to go vote for somebody else, and then to be lectured about. And then he presses on Fallon's chest, pokes him with a finger, and finally grabs his jacket with two hands. It was not appropriate interaction for anybody i mean if i'd done that to him the security would have been all over me hey, <laughs> no, no, shush, shush.
0: there's biden that's biden in a nutshell folks grabbing people calling them a dog face pony soldier oh and by the way folks that one clip that I showed you where he said, clap for that, you stupid bastards. You know who he was talking to? He was talking to the men and women in uniform. He was giving a speech to the military. They He tried to make a joke. It wasn't funny. They didn't clap for him. And he said, clap for that, you stupid bastards. That's how he speaks to the military. But you know what? This is the same man who a couple of years ago came out and said, oh, Donald Trump stood over the grave of the uh, military and, and said that they deserved what they got and came up with another fake story. And he said, I have respect for our military. But yet when he goes and gives a speech to them, he calls them stupid bastards. The men and women who put their lives on the line to keep you free, that's how he speaks to them. That's how he speaks to them. Hey, but you know what? We don't have mean treats anymore, so thank God for that, right? So, Biden also said that we wasn't going to build no more construction wall, uh, border wall. There was not going to be one more inch of border wall built under his administration, right? Well, guess what? Because of all of the illegals coming in here so quick, guess who is back District. to building? But now the guess who's building the border wall?
1: There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. One nap little. But now the Biden administration is ha- hurriedly and hastily trying to complete parts of this fence because of the massive wave of migration that has been caused by the Biden policies. There will not-
0: wow, ain't that something? That came back to haunt him, didn't it? So, just last week, I think it was last week or sometime, Biden goes to a black HBCU and gives a speech at a graduation. you know what he talks about he doesn't talk about the he doesn't talk about the importance of graduating and and the importance of having a diploma not diploma but a degree and and uh, all of this no he gets up there and, and angrily with an angry look on his face starts talking about white supremacy take a listen to this
1: stand up against the poison. White supremacy, as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland, is white supremacy. And I'm not saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. I say it wherever I go. So stand up
0: There's Biden. There's Biden. That's Biden as president of the United States, the same man who said that, uh, oh, I'm not going to, uh, uh, I'm not going to uh, uh, call out people and uh, I'm not going to, uh, um, I'm not going to divide people. Right? I'm going to unite everybody. Right?" He said that in his inauguration. I'm going to unite everybody because Donald Trump was a divider in chief and I want to be a uniter in chief. We need to be united. But yet, every chance he gets, he calls you, me, and everyone else who doesn't agree with him a white right supremacist, in all kinds of names. He calls our military stupid bastards. He calls women dog-faced pony soldiers. Then, a Muslim reporter—this is last month, I believe, three weeks to a month ago—a Muslim reporter questions him on something, and he looked at him and said, "Hush up, boy." Hush up, boy now, if Donald Trump had said that we'd be we'd be having another impeachment trial and be- and we'd be getting told how racist Donald Trump is, but Biden gets a free pass. you know why? because he's a Biden. you know who knew he was a criminal before anybody did Donald Trump take a listen to this
1: to call biden a criminal why is that He is a criminal he's a criminal he got caught read his laptop and you know who's a criminal you're a criminal for not reporting it you are a criminal for not reporting it let me tell you something joe biden is a criminal and he's been a criminal for a long time and you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it good luck everybody have a good
0: time amen The media is truly the enemy of the people because they refuse to talk about the truth. They refuse to cover the truth. They only spew propaganda that has been gave to them by the DNC. They don't care about nothing else. They only care about spewing propaganda for the Democrat National Party. That's all they care about, folks. They don't care about you. The FBI released evidence that Donald Trump deleted 33,000 emails after subpoenaed, smashed Blackberries and other devices to have evidence, had an illegal private server in his basement, and had the server bleached to destroy evidence. Just kidding, that was Hillary Clinton. That was a tweet posted by Dom Lu- Luque, I think it is. Think about that, folks. Deleted 33,000 emails smashed blackberries and other devices to hide evidence, had an illegal private server in the basement, and had the server bleached to destroy the evidence. That was Hillary Clinton. Did she get anything out of it? Absolutely not. Just a slap on the wrist. Now, everybody's saying, oh, Biden's not in control. Biden's, you know, Biden's not really in charge. And then there's people that say, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory.
1: No, it's not. No matter what the circumstance is, I'm going to need John's advice. You want to come back? I have no plans. Uh, I've been very happy doing what I'm doing. But I certainly would be thrilled if we had a President Obama. So I can be confident that the country's in good hands and I'd offer advice whenever the President asked me. So uh, you know all about the New Hampshire primary. Uh... No matter what the circumstance is, I'm going to need John's advice. You want to come back?
0: All right. So this is John Kerry, all right? Same guy who's working for Biden right now. Listen closely to what he said right here. He doesn't say President Biden. Listen to who he says.
1: I have no plans. Uh, I've been very happy doing what I'm doing. But I certainly would be thrilled if we had a President Obama. So I can be confident that the country's in good hands. And I'd offer advice whenever the President asks me. So-
0: <laughs> I can't get enough of that. Because I'm sure there's still people missing it. One more time. One more time.
1: Plans. Uh, I've been very happy doing what I'm doing, but I certainly would be thrilled if we had a President Obama. So I can be confident that the country's in good hands, and I'd offer advice whenever the president asked me. So, uh...
0: what you're experiencing right now, folks, is Obama's third term. And let me tell you something: all of these illegal crossings that you've seen this past week. Queen John Pierre gets up behind the podium in the White House and says. Oh, there hasn't been that. We've actually seen migration go down 50%. We've seen it go down 50%, folks. There was over 100,000 people at that border last week just waiting to come across. See, here's the thing. My generation, they don't watch the news. So the only thing they see is these little screenshots and these little videos that gets posted on Snapchat and everything else. And what they'll do is they'll take these little clips of Queen John pierre and all of these other uh, people, and they'll post them on that. So my generation, the only thing they're seeing is migration's down 50%. So guess what my generation believes? Oh, well, migration's down 50%. They're not seeing the border literally with 100,000 people standing at it. They're not seeing anything else. They're only seeing what is being pushed to them by TikTok and Snapchat and all of these other apps, especially TikTok. It's sad, folks. Our media is truly the enemy of the people. And we've got a generation full of people who is not educated. And they don't know anything about politics. They don't know the left hand from the right hand. They ain't got a clue. And let me tell you, you need to start having these conversations with your family members at Thanksgiving, at Christmas. Oh, well, that ain't the time to talk politics. Well, it better be, because let me tell you something. We're losing our country. We're losing it quick. And the only way to talk, and the only way to fix it and put it back where it belongs and to restore the power of America is by having these conversations. Folks, I will see you uh, tomorrow for the next episode of Outspoken. I'm Pastor Buster Smith. I love you, God bless you, and I will see you tomorrow. Folks, in this past episode, what you heard was exposing false doctrine and exposing corruption. I truly believe in my heart that we are given a clear command in God's word to expose corruption and false doctrine anytime we can. Ephesians 5.11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather we prove them. And I promise you every time you hear this podcast, you will always hear exposing of corruption.